Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. We are thick in the middle of this humongous chapter, John 6. Ooh, it's a long one this week. And just so many things to talk about. We barely had time to talk about all we need to talk about yesterday, <laughs> and now we got to move on. <laughs> and now we got to move on, and, and indeed that is the truth. But uh, so today we're going to read the next section here. I'm going to reread a little bit of yesterday's, but we'll move forward. I'm going to be reading John chapter six, verses fifty-two to sixty-six from the New King James Version. John six verse fifty-two. The Jews therefore quarreled among themselves, saying. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers ate the manna and are dead. He who eats this bread will live forever. These things he said in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, Does this offend you? What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe and who would betray him. And he said, therefore, I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Yesterday, and by yesterday, I'm talking about in the time frame of the chapter. Up on the mountain. Yesterday, <laughs> they have been fed by Jesus and they say he's the prophet and now they're hunting him down. But Jesus looks into their heart. He he knows. He doesn't entrust himself to any man, we've heard, because he mm-hmm. knows what's in the heart of man. That's right. And so he jumps right in and he says, here's the problem. You guys you guys aren't wanting to make me king because you've seen a sign and realized who I am. You're wanting to make me king because you, you want me to feed you. You want me to be like a Caesar king except Jewish. Bread and circuses Bread and kind circuses. of king. He says, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. In, in fact, uh, it's, it's not about eating anything. It's about believing in me. And, of course, John calls back to what Jesus had said earlier in response to Nicodemus about being lifted up as the serpent was lifted up, looking on him, believing in him. Man, so many things I just want to repeat from yesterday. I yeah. guess I'll just turn to the audience and say, if if you want to know more, at least our take of what this eating his flesh and drinking his blood is, you got to listen to yesterday's listen episode. To episode so, yeah. uh, we had a conversation about that. I want to talk about something here because I want to make sure we... Uh, we're getting into ahead. the reaction today, aren't we? Yeah, we're getting yeah. into the reaction. And what I want to see, I want to, I want to tie us back to where the book started. Okay. Because where the book started in John chapter 1, verses 11 through 13, the Apostle John... In his prologue, he brings this up. 
he came to Jesus, came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. Mm-hmm. I want us to see that what we're seeing here in John chapter six is a fulfillment of this. Well, and I think on two parts, because we, we can talk about generally the majority of the Jewish nation would not receive him, uh, although all of the first Christians were Jews. But secondly, talk about the, the hometown people, because what we are reading about here is the rejection in Capernaum and the rejection around Galilee. The ones who said, hey, we know your mother and we know your father. They're the ones walking away in mass at this point. Back in John 1, though, he continues to say, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And we've read him, we've read Jesus talking to Nicodemus about being born again of water and spirit, being born of God. And then we move from Nicodemus and and hearing that to Jesus talking to a Samaritan woman who was not born of the flesh, if you will. She was not this descendant of Abraham and therefore got to be just a part of God's people because of her, her descent and this entire village of Samaritans. Jesus comes to a village of Jews and they reject him. But we've already read the story where he comes to a village of Samaritans and they believe. That's right. They worked for the food that did not perish. Mm. They believed in Jesus and they received the right to become children of God. I think very specifically, Andrew, we are supposed to see a comparison and contrast between this miracle of the feeding in John 6 mm-hmm. and this sign with the woman at the well just the miraculous knowledge and the difference in how the Samaritans responded and how the Jews responded, taking us all the way back to John 1 that says, if you believe, you get to be one of God's children. If you will believe in Jesus, if you will look to him. You have the right to become children you of have God. Right. You can be, and which, of course, with Nicodemus, he showed how to become the children of God. Yeah. Born of water and spirit. Born of water and spirit. But I, you know, I, just, I think that's a great thing to make a point right there. If you believe him. You have the right to become children of God. Yeah, it's not It's not just if you believe him, you've already become a child of God. Yeah. John sets the stage. If you believe in Jesus, you have the right to become yeah. that. And uh, But I appreciate what you're saying because this, this is a new way. This is about a spiritual family because, as you point out, if it's about heredity, if it's about genealogy, mm-hmm. th- those aren't the Samaritans. No. But no. they can become children of God. So in John's literary expression of this, the <clears throat> point about who Jesus is and who can have life, just let me, let me just run through some comparisons for you yeah. to see how this goes together. Uh, in John chapter 4, Jesus offers the woman living water. In mm-hmm. John chapter 6, he offers the Jewish crowd bread of life. All right, mm-hmm. so I, I get it, bread versus water, but it's still that it's that living idea, okay? He, living and something to be imbibed. Yes, okay, yeah, very good, very good. He tells the woman the water will give her eternal life. He tells the Jewish crowds that the bread will give them eternal life. Mm-hmm. Okay, if she drinks the water, she has eternal life. If they eat the bread, they have eternal life. In John 4, Jesus promises that whoever drinks the water he offers will never thirst. He promised the Jews, whoever eats the bread he offers will never hunger. By the way, I'm not sure if you noticed, but he also said, or thirst. Yeah, I did notice which that. <laughs> I, I think very specifically, it's like John is saying, hey, if you're not picking up, then I'm making a comparison here. No, it's a callback. It's, it's a callback. 
She initially misunderstood and thought Jesus was talking about literal H2O water. Mm -hmm. The Jewish crowd misunderstood and thought he was talking about literal flowery bread. Mm -hmm. Barley loaves. Barley loaves. Okay. So here here we've got this, that he's talking about eating something and drinking something and they're not getting it. Mm -hmm. In fact, they so don't get it is because of her misunderstanding in John four. She says, give me this water always. But then she says, so that I don't have to come back to this well. Yeah. She, she's misunderstanding, but give it to me always. Well, in John chapter 6, in the same way, in their misunderstanding, they keep trying to get Jesus to give us this bread. That's right. Always. So we don't have to go out and farm. And yeah. Do, do, do another sign that we would believe you. Uh, remember how Moses, he, he brought the, the manna and gave them bread from heaven to eat. Yeah. Exactly. So now when Jesus shows his miraculous knowledge to the woman... When, he, when she sees the sign of who he is, she says, I perceive you are a prophet. Mm-hmm. Now, the Jews, when they witnessed the sign of the feeding of the 5,000, they said, this is indeed the prophet. In both stories, there's that connection back to our point about the prophet. The prophet. Now, I get it. She says, I, I see you are a prophet, but it's still it's that, that point is brought up. Mm-hmm. Now, the woman leaves Jesus. And so do many of the Jews. But that's where the comparison stops. Because the contrast is, the woman, when she leaves, she leaves behind her water pitcher and goes and tells people, I think the Christ is out by the well. You need to come listen to what he says. They come back, they hear his teaching, they hear his words, and they believe, and they ask him to stay. These folks have heard his teaching, and they leave. And they want him to go. They do not. They go in search of their bread. Right. And they don't believe. They reject. What a contrast. If I could add a quick contrast to that. Yeah. You know, he is perceived as a prophet by her because he he knows her life. He Mm -hmm. knows where she's been. Talks about the five husbands. Uh, She leaves and she returns. Similarly, in John chapter 6, and what I was reading here this morning, uh, verse 61, Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this. He said to them, does this offend you? Mm. He knew about their murmuring and their leaving. Then, But it was because he knew what was in their heart. He knew their, their situation. Yeah, yeah, the miraculous knowledge that he exactly. has. He, he knows. Uh, and instead of them being uh, intrigued by that and convicted by that, uh, they reject that demonstration of miraculous knowledge. So they they are willing to follow Jesus if what he will do is keep feeding them Mm -hmm. biological food. But when he starts teaching them, no, this is about believing me. This is about doing what I say. This is about and here in the rejection, when when he start talk, when he starts talking about it in the in the latter half of the passage you read, as he talks about, um, let's see here, verse 63, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But there are some of you who don't believe. Notice it's the words that he's spoken, our life. Not the bread? Well, <laughs> yeah, not physical bread. Not physical bread. But but we see from this what he's pointing out is life. It, it it's it's not yeah. his it's not literally his flesh. It's his words. That's it. Listen to what he says. Do, do you remember what happened with those Samaritans? They come out and they say to the woman, you know what? It's no longer because of what you said, but we have heard him teach right. and we believe he's the savior of the world. These Jews in this story are hearing him teach and deciding he is not the savior of the world. He's a wacko. 
Mm. He's a wacko that's telling us to eat his flesh and drink his blood, and that's weird and crazy, and I'm not going to have it. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. A lot of them do. What do we have back in John 1? He came to his own. They didn't receive him. But we see him come to these Samaritans, not of the proper bloodline, not born according to the promise of God, not born according to what his spirit has said. They, they, they are, uh, by that I mean under the law and the prophets, but now because they believe Jesus, they can be reborn of water mm-hmm. and spirit, mm-hmm. and they can be part of the family of God. I mean, it's a great way to make the point and to teach us. I mean, I certainly appreciate the day. It's it's not because of who your parents are, right? Yeah. It, the, the gospel is for you. If you believe Jesus, if you believe his words, then you can have him and you can yeah. be saved in him and you can have eternal life. I'm reminded, I'll just throw this out here as we're about to wrap up. I'm reminded, and I, I, can't, I can't remember where I read this, so I don't want to throw out a name, but fellow made the point, you know, whenever Jesus performed miracles, when he healed people, when he fed people, they were like, yes, we want you to be king. Mm -hmm. When he started teaching them, they're like, no, get away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, but the problem is, is that that's, you know, what, Mm -hmm. what he was offering is the teaching. It's, it's the words, it's the believe in me. It's the do what I say. It's not come around and I'll just take care of everything. Right. And I think that's a, something for churches today to recognize and for people to understand if, if what we're going to do is try to attract people to Jesus, Jesus wasn't trying to attract people to him by feeding them. Mm -hmm. He was trying to attract people to him by saying, do you see who I am? I'm the one that has words of right. life. You need to listen to them and you need to follow them. It's not come follow me and you know what? Your marriage will be happy. Come follow me and you'll get to live in a nice house. Come follow me and you'll get to have bread and circuses and drive a nice car and have yeah. a great retirement. It's come follow me and you'll hear the words you need to hear. Do what those say and you will have an eternal life, a resurrected eternal life. That's what we need to do is listen to the teaching. Amen. Well, it's is it my turn? It, it's my turn. It is. So I think I'm going to wrap should, it up. You should... Have a prayer. Holy God, thank you for your words of life. Thank you for your word of life. Whether we're talking about the inspired word or the incarnate word, you have provided for us. And what we want to do is is eat the scroll. We want to eat this book that you have given us. We want to eat the flesh and drink the blood of Jesus by believing in him, by looking to him, by doing your will. Help us, Father, to to be those who receive him and have had the right to become children of God. Help us to be those who surrender and are born of water and spirit, to be born of you, not born of the will of man or of the flesh or, or, or of blood, but born by your will and by your spirit. And Father, help us to get that message to as many people as possible. I pray for everyone listening that this message of this chapter this week and our talks will get to the people who need to hear it, who need to know about being born of you and help us to be able to reach out and draw folks into your family so that we can all have life eternal. It is through the incarnate word, Jesus, our Savior and King, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. 
Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.